Welcome back, welcome back to Third Nineteen Podcast. Today we have your host here, Jaquel and I, Rodney. Of course, we are really controversial topic here to to talk about today. Really, to talk about. <laughs> well, yes, we do. Hi, Rodney. Firstly, how are you, and what have you been up to? I hear a lot of good things are coming up for you. I've been cool, cool, cool. I've been usual. Talk about life. What about you? How you been? I could say the same. Life's been lifing, and a lot of big events are happening. For real? I'm glad to hear that. I ain't mean to clap, but you know what I mean. <laughs> hey, well, let's get into it. Recently, we both watched a Netflix uh, documentary called Kyle's Spiracy. In this document, we learned and saw a lot learning. That use humans, that use humans, just eat meat because of a lot of damage to the environment. Yes, this documentary showed us that there are other ways we could go about the whole carnivore situation. Not only that, but to help the environment and animals. Definitely, we will rate this documentary a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. I give it a mmm solid. Mmm, uh, I sell a eight. But anyways, uh, our big question today is, should people be used, we, the people, be held accountable for our dietary dietary opportunities? Options. Definitely options. Um, Options. Which is really a hard topic to talk about. Like, let's think about what we already know. We know we know the cycle of life of cows. The cows eat. We use them for grazing, grazing and mothering, and then we harvest them for beef that we eat. A pretty simple process, yet it takes a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yet this cycle, yet this cycle takes up a lot of food and time when the food can go straight to humans to eat. Let's stop and think about it. How many starving countries do we have here on Earth? About. Uh, 90, 29%? Mm-hmm. 29%. Meaning that food given to cows is a waste when it could go straight to humans. Of course, let's not forget about the ratios of humans to cows of food, which is 21 pounds to one, 135 pounds a week. And the water intake is 5.2 billion gallons of water to 45 billions of gallons of water a week we're giving cows we're giving cow the stuff we're giving cows is just slowing down our process of getting food not to say we should solely go over vegan even though in my eyes that sounds like a good idea but we do but what if we did and what would be our benefits right like what what would be our benefits of it there are benefits of going vegan and vegetarian, and the list could go on and on. Let's, like, less health problems. Vegan and vegetarian can be healthy and provide health benefits. Having a healthy diet builds immune systems. Also, we will be reducing our carbon footprint and maintaining climate change as well as improving human health, which is ties back into less pollution and fewer emissions. 
Another thing would be food shortages. Like the food shortages today are corn, bread, chicken. Instead of feeding. Instead of feeding it to the cows. Right. Feeding it to the cows with with corn, we could eat it ourselves. Right. Although being vegan and vegetarian does sound good, there are many obstacles that could contribute to this. Right. Right, 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 right. People can't up and change a lifestyle. It takes time. Yes, and not only that, but if we were to become vegan and vegetarian, what would the butchers and people who raise cows and other animals that get fed off have jobs? What would their jobs be? It would, it would affect other jobs. Yes, and... What about people with health conditions that need to eat meat or need the nutrients of protein? Other sources of nutrients will be needed. <laughs> and on top of that, being being vegan and vegetarian isn't very cost efficient. Like being able to afford more meat, I mean less meat and more so green greener project products and Vegetables do cost more money, which a lot of people don't have. It also requires large amount of soil, causing more soil manipulation and more water. Meaning, being careful with farming to avoid the dust bowl happening again. <laughs> being held accountable for people's dietary choices does seem to have its problems too. Such as that is very unfair and unconstitutional to tell someone to stop eating meat when they've been eating meat all their life. And another thing is, like Ronnie previous said, it was it's not an overnight process to just stop eating meat or lower your meat intake when eating food or especially when you grow up in families that eat meat with every meal when it's a source of protein. And what if people refuse? What if people refuse to stop eating meat? Like, you can't just stop eating meat Boom! Right then and there, people been eating meat since they was, since they was born, since they was a kid. Why would they stop now? Right. And what about the jobs? Like people that cut meat, where would they go and what would they do? They wouldn't have no income. No income. If they stop. Yeah, and what would they do? And where would they go? With this being said, a realistic solution should be a compromise or a realistic solution should be brought about for both sides of this argument. Right, about we should only eat meat certain certain times. To, and, yes, to benefit and, both sides of to look at it between a butcher's eye and someone who's trying to save the planet, we should come up with a compromise that benefits both of us. The solution I have about both sides of this argument mm-hmm. is people buy a certain amount of certain amount of pounds of meat, like five. This goes for families too? Families and all. Uh-huh. So you only get to buy five pounds each each week. So that five pounds could fill a, a whole family. For a month. For a for, month. For a month or for a week. For a month. For a month. 
Five pounds, cause five pounds is a lot. Uh huh. And meat. And would you make this a national policy and make it universal or what? I would no. make it a national policy. The only way me at butcher stores only or at Walmart or Rouse's or Delis. Yes. And I do agree with what you're saying. It benefits both sides and also it doesn't strip someone of their rights and what they choose to eat or do with their body. So overall, I do think that's a good idea and a good public policy to enforce which causes people not to only be held accountable for their dietary options, but also have a choice in their dietary options. Right. Any final thoughts? You said everything. <laughs> but nah, final thoughts? Well, that's all. This 319 Podcast with your hosts, Jaquel and Rodney. And we're out. See you soon. <laughs>